What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. 98.5 weekdays with Mike and a very good morning and welcome to the studio. Craig Hunter from Rehoboth Christian College. Craig, nice to have you back in. Good to see you, Mike. It is good to see you. Uh, today, we are going to be chatting about why we need to help our kids with literacy and not just writing. That's it. Interesting thought. It is. And I think that we often think about, if my kids just did more writing, they'd be fine. But literacy is something a bit bigger. Mm, And I think one of the key things with our crowded curriculum and computers is this whole idea of, you know, they've done some research that some schools are only doing 15 minutes a week of writing. Okay. 15 minutes a week of actually kids actually writing in class. Now, that doesn't sound a lot. Um, if I wind the clock, no. clock back. Uh, Every lesson. Remember the old days where you had to write down all the notes from the board? And you, and you couldn't go to lunch until you wrote it all down in your book? With chalk. With chalk. Not not in your book. No, no. Chalk on the board. Yeah, chalk boards as well. Did you, Mike? Yeah. No, not? no. I'm, you were, you were you know, you'd <laughs> looking at, at the board yes. with teachers with chalk. and Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kids writing, expressing, but... The idea of literacy is a bit bigger, and, and literacy is all about um, uh, all the ideas around writing and learning and the vocabulary around that. So, for example, if I'm doing science, I need literacy, don't I? Like at the moment, I'm teaching about um, flowers, and we don't just say flowers are pretty, mm. but we're teaching about photosynthesis, we're talking about the stigma, we're talking about all those parts, and that's literacy. So it's, yeah. it's not just writing, it's the terminology that covers it, and our kids are getting dumbed down. And it's a really important thing to learn how to write an information report, say, in science, which is an English skill. Yeah. But it's also about the language. And that's something that we are really, really, really work hard on as teachers. Mm. And I want to encourage parents to think through that as well. What about, I'm just thinking, obviously, has technology obviously has had an impact in, in the whole, when you say 15 minutes a week with writing. But are kids not required to write these days? Is everything done on a computer? Literally, it, homework. It, it, and, it's and a big debate, and I think we have actually swung back as, as a school towards more writing. We've got a course you? called Talk for Writing, where we do a lot of writing and short burst writing. I think some of the researchers said that, I mean, it's good to type and it's good yeah. to write. And we need those skills. We do, but I think kids don't need to be encouraged to swipe and do that. I think where they need to be mm. encouraged is deeper learning, and writing and the literacy involved in that provides that deeper learning to think the tactileness of holding a pen yeah. and writing and editing, not just clicking or copying and pasting, but actually writing, yeah. thinking, structuring. All those skills are really important foundational skills that we are restoring, obviously still using computers alongside of that, but not just ditching it for the sake mm. of computers are the, are the answer to everything. Do they still teach kids how to hold a pen? They do. Yes. That still does happen. It still happens, and you still have to make sure just one uh, finger, not two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just remember that. I hope you're still yeah. not using two fingers there, Mike. No, no, no. Well, well I was taught <laughs> um, holding a pen. I'll, I'll demonstrate for you. It, it's it's your thumb and your index finger there, right? Well, Is that pretty well? That's good. Mike, you've just got your pen license. However, <laughs> I see so many people, and they yep. and they grab the pen with an unusual clamp. Yep. It looks uncomfortable. And, and they, and they, and, and they I, suffer, I don't know how they, they do actually it. get RSI, but also they're not able to write clearly and legibly and I think that that's important but you think about literacy stepping back reading signs mm. you know if I don't know how to read a sign or understand there's so many cues yeah. in our culture that require literacy and how many forms we have to fill out a lot of uh, people don't like filling out forms Yeah, right. and obviously yeah. we do it online but there's something about the literacy the writing all of that together that's so important that we can't lose because not everything is just a click and a swipe yeah, we need those yeah. deeper learning skills. So I want to talk about two areas today that I think are really missing 
that yep. we can encourage, help our kids with and our grandkids, nice. but also schools we're, we're trying to focus on as well. I still handwrite my shopping list. Mike, nice. And do you have it there well, like on in the... In, in the the trolley and then you tick them yeah, off yeah. each time absolutely what about those like what about <laughs> what about those specials at the end of the aisle where you think oh I'll just grab one of those because that's so cheap oh, of course yeah <laughs> or, or you're going through the checkout and you grab one of those one yeah. of those or if, in, or if I'm in a particular supermarket not mentioning yes, the no, no not names. mentioning the name nope. but if I'm walking down the middle aisle of that supermarket oh yes hello that is dangerous because I'm often throwing stuff in the trolley that's not on the shopping list. Not on the list. But a lot of people use their phone, right, with, with technology. They just yeah. put their list on there. I don't know. There's something about writing it down. There's something about crossing it off and ticking it. I, don't, I feel better. I think so, yeah. So <laughs> all those things are literacy and writing. So well right. done. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. You are on 98.5. 98.5 Weekdays with Mike. Craig Hunter is with me from Rehoboth Christian College um, and also father of five boys. Craig, literacy we're talking about. We just spoke a little bit about uh, writing. What are some of the other key areas uh, regarding literacy to talk about at home as well as school? I mean, what about the financial one? I mean, everyone wants everything jammed into the curriculum. We can't have everything. Is finance actually taught in schools? It is, but it, it, it's it's literally when I think about primary, it's it's like a week of looking at how to use money and add things up. It's pretty basic. So it's not in the curriculum, okay. and there has been a push. And I've got some friends who work in finance and said, "Can I come in and do some seminars?" And wow. we do some stuff, but it, it is a missing thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that I want to encourage you as parents. I was chatting to a financial planner recently. He said yeah. that most people come in in their fifties. Too late. It, it's too late. And so, yeah. um, trying to encourage our kids, you know, teach them words like. Good and bad debt. You know, good debt. Mm. If I'm borrowing money to buy a house, that's good debt. If I'm borrowing borrowing money to buy a bra- brand new massive plasma screen, yeah, that's bad debt. Yeah, you know those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. And so, what's a mortgage? What's interest? Um, what are ETFs? And there's a great book by um, you know Barefoot Investor. Yeah, good book. Would encourage yeah. my kids read that. Yeah. And then one of my kids actually is 22. My oldest, he actually yeah. went to a financial planner. He said, "I'm going to pay the money because you have to pay now." Yeah. And I want to understand and learn. And because I don't know, I'm not an expert on it, but these guys are and, and these ladies. And so that helped him set himself up with a stock portfolio and do those things from a young age. Wow. So he's investing, making savvy decisions. And so when I think about financial literacy, it's something we've got to teach. And unfortunately, in our school curriculum, it's so crowded. Yeah. We can't teach that in the way that perhaps it could be yeah. done. So that's something that definitely parents... I uh, need to teach some of those uh, language around that. I would really encourage them. Even taking out insurance. I, I got burnt. I, I yeah. forgot to help my boy. He got a car. Oh, had an oh. accident. Craig. I know. That was my bad. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. What happened? Well, a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Wasn't and, insured. Um, it wasn't. And so... Did in the you end, just forget? Like, did you literally just go, you know, I well, forgot? I don't know. I just thought it'd be all right. And perhaps that, you know, the, the, it will be fine. <laughs> She'll be right, mate. She'll be right, mate. <laughs> I sort of thought about it, but now, yeah. yeah. So it's part of us as parents teaching, and I think that financial literacy is one of those things that we don't think is important until it's important. Mm. And uh, so in the end, I ended up ringing up the insurance company and said, can we make an arrangement to pay off per week? Yeah. Can we actually, if we settle it now, what would be a best deal you can yeah. do? So just help modeling that for them, but then teaching them yeah. about insurance, about yeah. those, all that, that stuff. And even like credit cards, you know, yes. don't have, like a lot of kids get debit cards, they go to the canteen, they just spend, spend, spend. What yeah. about saving? What about setting goals? Mm. Um, and I get my kids to pay for a lot of their own things. If they want to buy something. As they get older, they pay for themselves or they save up for it. And I see parents doing that to their kids. So just those things, even primary school, mm. save up for something. You know, have goals 
and, and set money aside rather than just we do everything for them. We pay for them. Yeah. So they just think this magic yeah. card does that's everything. It. Yeah. Well, it's not working. It's maxed out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so I think that we set good habits, but we teach our kids from a young age and even don't tell them, like I try and help my kids. I say, this is our mortgage. Mm. This is how much we pay a week. Yep. And this is how we manage it. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. This is some of the other bills that we pay. Yes. And this is how much we try and save in this area and show them those things. Show them the bills. Yeah. And I it's think be, be transparent with our kids because yeah. if we don't, they're not equipped when they get become young adults mm. and they move out or they, they have to they make some bad decisions. Why not help them now and set them up? So financial literacy, a really important one. It's probably something that more as parents and grandparents we need to do. Absolutely. Or recommend someone who's good at it and get them to say, hey, can you spend some time with my yeah. teenage kid or my young child and just give them some tips? There's quite a lot in that. I mean, when you, when you think about insurance, uh, there's quite a lot in that, in that, I guess, portfolio of financial literacy, even thinking about superannuation. Yeah. If, you, if you said the word superannuation to most people that were, say, in their early 20s, go, what? Don't care, not interested. That, that's a lot. Generally, it's true. not all. But, but cryptocurrency, they know about that. Oh, should we talk about crypto? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was listening to Elson talk about crypto and how he's really passionate about it. Oh, yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've had to talk to my kids about that because some yeah. of their friends are getting into crypto. Going, oh, they've made all this money and they bought a car. Mm-hmm. Then they go, oh, actually, you know that one? They've just lost $80,000. Yeah, and so have those conversations. Because yep. if we don't, just remember, if we don't have those conversations with our kids, mm-hmm. someone else will. And they're doing it with an agenda to make money mm. off our kids. And so just remember that with financial literacy. Good thought. We can help as parents and grandparents, but also getting some professional advice is, is wise as well. Craig, we'll come back and wrap things up after this one. 98.5 Weekdays with my Craig Hunter is with me from Reboth Christian College. Craig, just got a message in. Um, when I was in school, we used to have banks uh, come and encourage yes. the children to say, and then encourage that they have a goal for what they were saving for. Plus, we had some economics classes, which was teaching us how to cook and how to do a budget for meals and food, etc. We learned how to, so we uh, was, I'm not quite sure there, but that lasted a little bit. But do you remember that? I remember the, yeah. uh, the banks coming around with a little square uh, yes. tin. Oh, hang on. No, I used to give I remember out getting those. a stamp. I remember getting a stamp. stamp? Yeah, in the book. In, in the bank book. The bank book. <laughs> <laughs> but I, wow. I think, unfortunately, what happened is that the, the, um, the government felt like they were using that to try and get customers, which they yeah. were. Of course. <laughs> but, but it was education. What a great principle. And yeah. that whole thing of saving. Yes. And having a goal. And, um, hey, you want a guitar or you want to get yep. that new toy? Let's just have a, a, a plan to save. Maybe you can do a, a paper run. Maybe you yes. can go and do I some did car that. washing. I did that paper run. So just turning it around. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're mm. life lessons, but they're also lessons around them handling money well. I think we, we had it all years ago. We had it all I mean, down. if you think about it, <laughs> I mean, the principle of that is like all those years ago, you know, that's actually quite clever. Yeah. It's a bit like the whole, you know, environmental discussion. You know, once upon a time, we'd, we'd go to the supermarket and get a paper bag. Yes. We didn't have plastic. And now we've come back now. And now we've come and you back. Go, you actually get the paper bag. Hello. Yeah. We had it all. We, we knew it all. <laughs> and we had the water bottle. We well, knew it all, but yeah. Milk, milk bottles. Milk bottles. <laughs> but listen, uh, I think the other key area apart from finance uh, is uh, emotional literacy. Like, what do you mean by that? Emotions. Um, let's be honest, especially boys, it's like mm. they're either angry or they're happy or they're sad. And, mm. and often we, for boys especially, and for, for, for kids in general, to ex- put words around their emotions, to put yeah. words around their feelings is really important. And, and that's, I've got a chart, I was going to bring it in today on my oh, wall, right. and I say I've got like 20 or 30 words. Which one do you think you are today? 
And, and okay. teaching kids to name that they're disappointed, they're anxious, mm. they're a little bit mm. nervous, or something's going on at home that's making them upset. They're a little bit apprehensive about doing this next thing. So if they can name their emotions, it helps them process it better. So okay. when they become teenagers and they don't talk much, yep. they've got some of those words that they can use. And mm. so it's an area I think that schools are doing a lot better. Okay. But I want to encourage us as parents to help our kids name their emotions. So emotional literacy is something that I think is something we're doing better. Mm. And it's helping our kids being able to process all these emotions. And also when you think of mental health, they can actually yeah. verbalize how they're feeling. And I think of some kids that I experienced that it really just... You know, they've got yeah. something inside, but they can't put it out. And, and yeah. we really advocate agency for kids. Come and tell us what you're feeling, what's going on. And then when they do that is where they develop empathy and compassion for others. Because if they can understand themselves, mm. hopefully they can understand others. And that's a two-way thing. So emotional literacy is not just for ourselves. Mm. It's, Mike, you seem a bit sad today or you're yeah. a bit quiet today. What's going on? Yeah. And that skill is such an important skill for ourselves but also to understand others, isn't it? So Rather good, than yeah. be, being selfish about our, our, our own little world and I'm just mad about something. Indeed. Did you know, um, just getting back to the milk bottles... Um, <laughs> You're thinking about, is there an emotional connection here? Or totally. Not? Yes. Totally. I used to be the milk monitor. No. Did, were you the milk monitor at school? I reckon in grade two. Wow. We used to have this uh, metal, uh, it was like a crate. And all, yes. the, all, the, all the little... They must have been about a 300 mil or 400 yes. mil yes. glass... Glass bottle with a little... Um, they're pretty unbreakable. I don't know what they put in them. They were strong. They were pretty thick. Yep. And you'd, you'd break the seal and you'd get the little cream on oh, the top. Yes. Do, you, do you remember that? They had a stage oh. there where you could buy milk at the shops in yeah. a carton and yeah. they had the bit of milk at top. It was kind of like you had to pay an extra dollar for it, of yeah. course. And we'd get our milk delivered to home. Yep. And you'd put your money out put, put the milk money out. And usually it wouldn't, get, milk. And usually it wouldn't get stolen. No, depending <laughs> what area you're living in. <laughs> And then I loved that you did love getting to the milk first because you'd you'd break that alfoil that that metal seal, yep, and you'd get the beautiful cream on on the milk. Mine. Amazing. That we're we're going down memory lane. Aren't that we? explains a lot. Indeed, Craig. Look, we are out of time. It's good coming in. And look, that's I finished today, which you yes. you are aware of. So it's our last our last kind of chat together. It is it's our been last fun. chat. It has been really good. It's been a number of years. It all started in a coffee shop at Jesse's Girl. It did a long, so I long time. Naming it. Oh, that, that's okay. That's yep. fine. Yeah, we we did. It was. It's been. Uh, it's been an education. We certainly have learnt a lot. So we really. I, I really appreciate your input and your thoughts and your wisdom being uh, in the school, the space that you're in, being a deputy principal, but also a father of five. And I think we can. We can't underestimate underestimate your experience as a father which is so important to pass on that wisdom and that knowledge as well. So I really appreciate your time and uh, it's been good fun. Thanks to you, Mike. And I want to honour you just for who you are and all that you bring. You've done an amazing job and uh, God's blessing for what's next, what, yeah. what he's got for you next. Uh, I pray that God will give you wisdom and, and uh, doors would open. So good, Craig. And one final word, are the Dockers going to win tonight? Listen, I have tipped them Come reluctantly. On. How many? How but much? When, but when they're down, no, just, just, just one mm. goal. They're going to kick a goal on the siren. And the crowd is going to go. I think Optus Stadium, thunderstruck. I can I can I can oh, hear yeah. thunderstruck yeah. at the stadium right now. You're, you're, I reckon you were dreaming. <laughs> I, reckon, I, reckon, I reckon Melbourne are going to. I reckon Melbourne are going to give them a thumping. I'm, I'm going to send you a text message a bit later tonight. Get on your Craig. It's Thanks, been Mike. great having you in. You are on 98.5, and this is weekdays with Mike. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.